Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. South Carolina 31, Florida 16. Brennan M says, let's get it. Peyton, TGIF, what's going on, man? Appreciate you. Ethan K, cock talk indeed, man. Cock talk indeed. Uh, Nathan from Facebook says, how close do you think the game will be this week? And I've got 24 to 20, Nathan. My score prediction is officially locked in 24 to 20, Nathan. That is my score prediction. So, anyways, guys, those of you that are on Facebook, I see Craig Hanna. What's going on, man? Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube is where you can check us out. Guys, if you do want to call in, you can leave us a voicemail, and we will play the voicemails on the show right here live. That's going to be the case every single day, Monday through Friday, on the Daily Crow. You leave us a voicemail. We'll get to it at the end of the show, including all of your questions as well in our final 30 minutes of the show. In case you missed that, guys, of course, we did remove the Q&A power hours. The show is only noon to 2 now, but the plan is going to be from about 1.30 to 2 o'clock. We will take your questions, your comments, and your voicemails. And do not forget, guys, that tomorrow after the game, the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show will take place immediately following South Carolina's game against Florida. We'll be live right here across Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, taking your questions, comments, and of course, most importantly, I would say, your call. So again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Your love, your support, I truly do appreciate each and every single one of you. Really good stuff. William Dean says, Gamecocks 30-21. to 30-21. to 21. I would take that. Hey, I, I think all South Carolina fans, I think we would all just take, I mean, even a one-point margin of victory at this point. Truly, truly. I mean, it, it's all about tomorrow. It's just about win. Just find a way to win. By the way, guys, I want to shout out my good friends over at Roback. You can kind of see it here. You can see right there the logo. I'm actually rocking the polo and the hoodie right now. They've got specifically, this is the cola, the polo I'm rocking. It's got the state of South Carolina, really, really small, all over the polo and garnet. This is the edge rusher is what this is called on their store. And it's got the garnet and black little strings here. It's got a garnet and black thing on the back as well. If you go to roback.com right now, make a new account. Use the promo code SPURSUP at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your entire purchase. And guys, I'll tell you this. I rock a lot of brands. I like Lululemon. I like some other luxury brands. Whatever it might be. Like, this is as comfy as anything I've ever worn. Like, this is incredible. The polo, 
the long sleeve. I, I haven't tried the pants or the shorts or anything like that yet, but definitely, guys, go check out Roback, especially all my golfers out there. You need some new golf merchandise, golf polos, what have you. They've got literally anything and everything that you can think of. That store is jam-packed with the highest quality material you can find. So, again, Roback.com. Sign up with a new account. Use promo code Spurs up at checkout. You'll get 20% off your entire purchase. And shout out those guys over at Roback for sending us the merch. Like I said, guys, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, some of the most comfortable merch I've ever worn, truly. Uh, Robbie Davis says, what's up, everyone? It's game day eve. Go Gamecocks. Beamer ball to the moon. Robbie Davis, appreciate you. Like I said, guys, if you do want to be part of the show, you can call 843-790-3377 and you can leave us a voicemail and we will play that voicemail here on the airwaves. GA, my guy, what's going on? Appreciate you, GA. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, all those in our Discord as well. Uh, all those in our Discord as well. Be sure to go over to the TDC questions channel to interact and engage with the show there. Jacob says, Xavier Leggett going for three touchdowns. Yeah, guys, you have predictions, you have thoughts, you have comments on the game tomorrow. I want to hear them. How do you guys feel? How are you feeling just over 24 hours from kickoff? Again, guys, this Friday show especially is for you all in our mailbag episode. I want to hear from you, your questions, your comments, your thoughts on everything. What's the mood like just over 24 hours from kickoff? What's the confidence level? I mean, South Carolina still sits as a slight favorite in this ball game. Three and a half points is the line in Vegas, or excuse me, two and a half points, I believe. Two and a half points is the line in Vegas. Um, I'm actually surprised it's it's that low, but I think South Carolina, oh, we got some wind coming from, from outside. South Carolina has been so inconsistent this season that, you know, I do understand why um, why that's the case. You know, I, I've got the window open in the studio right now, and it's apparently not a good idea because it's sitting here blowing the blackout curtains right into the broadcast. So love that. We're off to a hot start today. Uh, Cameron Blassen Game says, Mario Anderson gets 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. Cameron, I take it this. If Mario Anderson goes for 100 yards, South Carolina is 110% winning this football game. There is no question. Uh, all right, guys, let's go ahead and jump to the voicemail line. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? 
what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's going on, Spurs Up Show? What's up, Chris? It's Peyton here. Uh, just calling in to give a quick prediction and something I'd like to see out of the Gamecocks. So I got Gamecocks getting it done. I got them 31 to 27. I think we're going to eke it out in the fourth quarter. And uh, my main thing I want to see, Nick Harbour get the football. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks, man. Our good friend Peyton calling in. He's locking in 31-27. to 27. Gamecock says he wants to see Nicholas Harbor get the football. Guys, I, I, I don't think there's any guarantees that that will happen, unfortunately. I mean, it's – it's we'll see. You know what I mean? I, I just – you know, I, I thought we'd see Nick Harbor get it a couple of games ago. You know, but I, I will say this. This is the time of year that I expected that we'd start seeing Nicholas Harbor around – Midseason. So, if coming out of the bye week, Nick Harbor does not touch the football, I will be somewhat surprised because there's no coach in college football that's more in tune with social media and the calls and the cries of the fan base than Shane Beamer. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to get Nicholas Harbor some action because, you know, fans are clamoring for it or calling for it or what have you. I'm not saying that's the reason, but, you know, I think he understands that. People want to see Nick Harbor play and that Nick Harbor is one of your top signees. And, uh, you know, people want to see that return on their investment, if you will. I'll just leave it at that. So uh, I'd be surprised if Nick Harbor does not have a touch. How much is he included in the game plan? I have no idea. I don't know. And he may not get a touch. We have no idea. But coming out of the bye week, it would surprise me somewhat if there isn't something for Nicholas Harbor in the game plan. Um, that being said, guys, I mean, I, I think the game itself sort of dictates will a guy like Nick Harbor get any action, right? Uh, how the game goes, the flow of the game. Is Xavier Leggett balling out? Is it somebody else like Amarian Brown or Eddie Lewis or, or or what have you, right? Omega Blake, whoever it might be. So, you know, Nick Harbor may or may not be part of the action. And it's funny, guys, it, it's one of those things where if South Carolina goes out and wins, and especially wins convincingly, I don't think anybody's going to really care if Nick Harbour touched the football that much. But if you don't win, or God forbid it's like a really close game and Nick Harbour gets no targets, we'll say, you know, the, the questions are going to continue to arise. I mean, that that's one of the most fascinating things, guys, tomorrow is, and I talked about this yesterday, of course, but like, you had the bye week to go back and self-scout and self-evaluate and, and 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 identify things that you did well, that you didn't. And obviously, personnel was one of those things against Tennessee that was under much scrutiny. And I, I just, 
I wonder now, are those issues that are lingering or those issues that we see that get fixed? For example, running a Juju McDowell on a third and short. Throwing to a Luke Doty on, on third and long, you know, 10 yards well short of the sticks. Like, do we see things like that? Like, what is the personnel usage like? What is the personnel usage like? Going to be interesting. Um, let's see. Chris Miller says, South Carolina and Florida have both been inconsistent this year. Definitely wouldn't mind or want to be betting on this one. I could see either team winning by 10-plus. South Carolina has the edge at home. I mean, I think definitely, man, you look, we actually posted this morning, South Carolina is 2-0 at home, 0-3 away from Willie B. Florida, 4-0 at home, 0-2 away from the Swamp. So, I mean, if you're just going off of who the home team is, I mean, South Carolina, everything is pointing towards the Gamecocks winning this football game. Um, and I know both sides feel like it's it's a must-win type of game. And, you know, it's, it's for the prospects of this season – for each team and, and getting to six wins or seven wins or what have you, it's a game you need to have. There, there's no question. I mean, it's a game that South Carolina and Florida both absolutely need to have. So, um, you know, I, it's definitely – you'd love this game to be at night. Um, you love this game to be under the lights at williams Bryce Stadium, but still, being at home, I think it will be a raucous environment. I think Gamecock Nation will show up. Of course, it's homecoming as well. It is a sellout crowd, as we all know. So um, I would expect the home faithful to make Willie be a very tough environment for the Florida Gators, no doubt. Uh, Nathan says, how good do you think your offensive line will be this week? I said they only allow, I'm assuming you meant to put allow, uh, they only allow three sacks. It's pretty sad, isn't it, when we're, we're calling a game where the offensive line surrenders three sacks as, you know, like improved or better or like thinking that's an okay game, which that's not. That's a terrible game. Um, I'm going to say South Carolina's offensive line is better. I'm going to say they give up two sacks in the game. Two sacks. Two sacks in the game. Robbie Davis, I have a feeling that we took full advantage of the bye week. I would sure hope so, Robbie. Bruce Bruce says, hope we see better play calling, more slants, and using middle of the field. Preston Evans says, how many total turnovers from both sides tomorrow, if you had to guess? Do you know that Florida's only forced two turnovers all season? So they're, they're as good as their defense has been at times, and like statistically their defense is really good, they have not really gotten the ball off of people. That's been kind of an interesting thing. Haven't gotten the ball off of people. Total turnovers, I'll go I'll go three total turnovers. One by South Carolina, two by Florida. Jeff Gulledge, I said it all summer and has been true so far. We need to score 30-plus points to win each week. Well, Jeff, I've got this one as a little bit of a lower-scoring game. Could be wrong. I've got 24-20 to 20 South Carolina. But to your point, this could be another shootout, could be another game in which uh, you know, it, it, South Carolina can't stop anybody. They've got to outscore the opponent to win. It could be in a scenario like that, but I, I'll say this, Jeff, on that note. If South Carolina struggles to stop Graham Mertz and the Florida offense, I think that will be the writing on the wall that there needs to be a change at D.C. at season's end. I mean, just flat out. Um, 
I, I think that'll be all she wrote, truly. That'll be all she wrote for Clayton White as defensive coordinator. Um, I, I just I, I just don't think it's going to fly, man. I, I don't think it's going to fly that, uh, you know, that South Carolina cannot stop the mighty Florida Gator offense. And I say that obviously sarcastically. Jacob says, Cocktober, it is indeed the beginning of Cocktober. Hopefully that Cocktober magic shows up tomorrow. John Edwards says, State Fair in town. Yeah, all those. Hey, listen, all those battling traffic, God bless you and, and best of luck, man. God bless you and best of luck. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, you know, it's it's fun when the State Fair's in town. It is. It, it's It's fun. It's a good time. Fred Hill says they have to give Anderson the ball to, in order to give him 100 yards. Harbor needs to be involved in the game. Fred, we'll see. I mean, again, pers- it's interesting. But after a game like after a game like Tennessee in which you had, you know, you lose like that on the road, everything gets picked apart. Um, everything gets critiqued, which it should, and it's it's fair that it does. But obviously, personnel, play calling, those were all things that people were less than thrilled about uh, in that game against Tennessee. So, um, you know, we'll see if the Gamecocks make the adjustments. I mean, I think it's very simple. Give the ball to 24. Don't overthink this thing. Don't overcomplicate it. But uh, it, it is funny how it seems as if Sometimes the very simple can be very complex. That's that's it's wild how that happens. Travi says, not feeling great about it. Our defense still can't stop them. Again, guys, this is not a high-powered Florida offense. The thing I will say this: what worries me about this football game? What worries me about this football game is that Florida's strengths, at least some of them, are South Carolina's weaknesses. You know, the Gators can run the football, right? They they love the short passing game. That's how they make a living. We've seen South Carolina struggle in that department. And if Florida's able to run the football with Montrell Johnson and Trevor Etienne, it's going to be a four-quarter battle, guys. It's going to be a four-quarter slugfest, and uh, it's going to be a much closer and much more competitive game than I think fans, you know, want this to be. You know, it's interesting – this game all offseason, I think most Gamecock fans label this one as, it's going to be a blowout. We're going to get our revenge on Florida. There's no way Florida can beat South Carolina. Like, if you'd have told me over the summer that this was going to be a two or two-and-a-half-point spread, I would have thought you were crazy. I mean, really, I, I really would have thought there's no way. There's just absolutely no way. Like, things have gone south in a hurry. Things have gone south in a hurry if South Carolina is only a two or two-and-a-half point favorite against Florida. And sure enough, that's exactly where this game sits. Again, guys, you can call in. Leave us a voicemail at 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your predictions, your analysis on this game and the rest of the SEC action this weekend as well. Well, Cody says, what uniforms are we wanting for tomorrow? Uh, I mean, Cody, I would probably go big game garnet, whether that's white garnet garnet or black garnet garnet. I would like to see that. I, mean, I have no idea, Cody. The, the, the uniform, listen, the uniforms under Beamer just make no sense anymore. Like The, the uniforms under Beamer make literally no sense. And, I, and that's not like a criticism. It's just, 
it's the reality of it. Like, I, I, I don't ever know what we're going to wear. I, and what's ironic about that is that when Beamer got to South Carolina, he said, we're not going to focus on unis. The unis aren't going to be a big deal. And, it, and, and as his tenure has progressed, you know, they said in the beginning, they're gonna, we're going to keep everything traditional and, and normal and not make a big to-do about the unis. And they literally have done that. Like, the uniforms change up, it seems like, every single week. So, I have no idea. I, I have no clue what South Carolina is going to go with for unis. I haven't even heard rumors, nothing. So, I would think big game Garnet. I mean, you have not pulled that out this year, I don't believe, outside of, did you wear it? You didn't wear it in game one. No, you wore white Garnet white, or, uh, yeah, white Garnet white with the throwback helmet for whatever reason. So, uh, I think big game Garnet, maybe the black helmet. I would not be surprised if they go. Guys, be sure to pour one out for all the Atlanta Braves fans out there. Unfortunately, the Bravos falling to the Philadelphia Phillies. We don't have to talk about it if you guys aren't ready, but uh, it's a shame. It's a shame that, like, you spend all season watching the Braves or watching your ball club, and then four games, it's over. Done. Kaput. Finished. History. Is what it is. Um, let's see. Nathan says, Missouri is scary good. I really scary about next week. Nathan already looking ahead to the Mizzou game. Chase Floyd, why bring up the Braves? <laughs> Chase, honestly, I saw you, and it made me think about the Braves. So, appreciate it. Appreciate it. You, you, you made me think about it, Chase. Ken says, 31-20. to 20. South Carolina. Yeah, Kins, to your point, I'll say this. I, I think it's more likely that South Carolina wins this game by double digits than loses this football game. I, I, I just, I will be, I will be stunned if South Carolina shows up and does not play their best football game of the season coming out of the bye week. I, I, I'll be stunned. I really will because. That's all South Carolina has done. And and not just under Shane Beamer, but literally 15 and two off the bye week since 2009, right? Two and oh under Shane Beamer in both games played really well, including that blowout win over Florida back in 2021. So, I mean, when South Carolina's had extra time to prepare, really outside of the Notre Dame game, the bowl game, which, I mean, you had like your entire defense out in that one. But when South Carolina's had extra time to prepare, I mean, they've played really, really well. They've played really well. Ken says, is this game as simple as doing what you did against Mississippi State to stop the run? I don't see Merch being able to have that much success. I think so, Ken. I think you have to sell out on stopping the run. I, I think you have to. I think you have to sell out on stopping the run. Um, make Graham Merch beat you. I think you need to make Graham Merch beat you to eat, right, Ken? That was one of my... That was one of my keys of the game. Take away the short passing game. Be aggressive defensively. Play up on Florida and make Graham Mertz beat you over the top because he hasn't proven he can do that this season. He hasn't proven he can beat you with a vertical passing game. But you cannot let him dink and dunk you to death and swing passes and dump offs. and You just can't let it happen. So I would expect an aggressive defensive game plan from the Gamecocks tomorrow. Uh, Bruce says, feels like we need to run more Wildcat. Every time we do it works, and even let Joyner throw a couple of passes, see bowl game a couple of years ago, be more creative. I mean, Bruce, here's the thing, though. Outside of the Tennessee game, like, the offense hasn't been the problem, has it? Has the offense been the problem? I mean, 
I guess you could look at some of the losses and say it has been. I, I'll give you credit there. Um, I'm just thinking for the most part, like when you've won, the reasons you've won have been offense, right? The biggest problem has been when you've fallen behind and teams could just pin their ears back and, and rush Spencer Rattler and he just had no chance, right? So, you know, I, I think that is more so, I mean, to your point, hey, Leave leave nothing in the cupboard, right? Throw the kitchen sink at them. I mean, truly, if you got to. Do whatever you have to do to put up points. And put up points in a big way. Let's see. Um, Nathan, if we play like we did against Mississippi State, I think it'll be a long game, but we lead most of it, like 28-21 to 21 South Carolina. I could see that score. Guys, again, if you want to call in, text us, leave us a voicemail, whatever you like. We'd love to hear from you. I know some of you that normally call in, don't be shy. You can leave a voicemail just the same. We'll play it on the airwaves. Chris Taylor, South Carolina will be okay if Juju doesn't touch the ball. Golly. What was the guy after the Tennessee game that said that said that uh, DeKevion Joyner should be in a, a T-shirt on the sidelines or something like that? Like, bro, the, the comments get brutal. On that note, guys, of course, the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show will take place immediately following tomorrow's game against Florida. Going to be a fun one. Going to be a fun one, no doubt. Um, looking forward to hearing from you guys, and, and hopefully, hopefully it is a celebration type of show. Because if it is not... If it is not, my goodness, I mean, it's it's going to be ugly. I mean, for whatever fan base, for whatever team loses that fan base, it's going to be ugly, ugly, one way or the other. Um, let's see. Again, guys, drop your score predictions. Would love to hear what you guys think is going to happen in tomorrow's game. John Edwards says thirty-one to twenty-seven, South Carolina. Bruce says. Also on defense, play up on receivers. Playing off the ball is maddening. Yeah, I'd agree, Bruce, and it can't happen in this football game. Uh, Brayson says, have to utilize play action with Mario in the game. Florida expects us to try to establish the run with him, and they also don't want another repeat of a Ray Davis type back running all over them. Well, Brayson, I would say this. The only way the play action is going to work is if you can run the ball even half decently. If you have no threat of a running game, the play action does nothing. The play action only works when there's a threat that you might hand it off and you might be able to pop off a five or 10 yard carry. So you need to establish some sort of a running game. And guys, it's like we've talked about before. It's like we've talked about before. You don't have to run for 200 yards, guys. You don't, you don't have to be a juggernaut running the football. Like it's, it's no secret. We all know like Passing the football with Spencer Rattler, that, that's the strength of the football team. That's how you're going to win games. You just have to be able to grind out enough yardage to make them respect it. And there's nobody on this roster that can do that better than 24. There's nobody on this roster that can do that more effectively than Mario Anderson, right? Like, that, that, that's why he needs to be the one in there. Just, just pop off three or four carry. That's all you need to do. Three or four carry. That's it. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. 
Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Phil Harris says, Cox by a billion. Phil, it's great to hear from you and see you, my friend. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Ken's over under Rattler, 16 yards rushing. I, I can tell Ken's you checked out prize picks today because that is his over under total on prize picks. I will go see what's tough about this, Ken's, is how many times does he get sacked versus how many times does he escape the pocket and run for a gain. I'll go over 16. If I have to pick, I'll go over 16. That's a no play for me, though, Ken's on prize picks. No play for me. Speaking of prize picks, we can run through the picks really quick. I've got my picks here. Uh, I've got Graham Mertz under one and a half passing touchdowns. I think if Florida has success, it's not through the air. Carson Beck over 290 and a half passing yards. Jalen Milrow over 233 and a half passing yards. Joe Milton under 250 and a half passing yards. Jaden Daniels under 83 and a half rushing yards. Anaya Smith over 56 and a half, or excuse me, 55 and a half receiving yards. And Montrell Johnson for Florida over 58 and a half rushing yards. Those are my prize picks plays for the weekend. Go check them out, guys, for sure. Tons of plays on prize picks and tons of value to be had. And we appreciate our friends over at Prize Picks. Again, guys. Phone lines are open. You can leave us a voicemail at 843-790-3377 if you like, or just leave us a comment, and we will air it here. We'll get it on the airwaves. Lynn Turner says, 
every player people are complaining about have had some success in the right condition. We have to get Juju with the ball in space to take advantage of his speed. Yeah, Lynn, listen, I, I don't think anybody's saying that Juju McDowell should never touch the football field again, but he shouldn't be the ball carrier on third and one. He shouldn't be the go-to back on a fourth and short, third and short. It's not his game, Lynn. That's not his game. That's not his game. And I don't think the excuse of, well, you know, we're just, we're running tempo and he's in there. Like, that's not a good enough excuse. Lee Gilmer says, at each at some point, we're going to have to put together a whole game. In each loss, they only played one and a half of top-notch football. That's a good point, Lee. Does South Carolina finally put together a complete game this weekend? Jeff Gullett says, 35 to 24, South Carolina. Okay. Okay. And I think, Jeff, that would be a successful outing. I mean, truly, because I, I think Florida's got a good defense. Here's the thing Florida's looked porous defensively once this season. And it came against Kentucky, who was able to run the football. And I, and I just don't know if South Carolina, I don't think they can do that. I, they don't have a Ray Davis. I don't know that they even have the offensive line that Kentucky has. I, I don't think South Carolina is capable of beating Florida that way. So, you know, what do they do? What do they resort to if they can't do that? And can they still score points and be effective? I, I think there's going to be opportunities against this Florida defense. This, you know, this Florida-South Carolina game, guys, it's a perfect example of, and it's one of the reasons why college football is so great because – you know, if, if you zoom out here, if you zoom out and look at this game from the SEC-wide perspective, certainly the national perspective, but even just like the SEC perspective as a whole, this game, there's not a lot riding on this game from the sense of like neither one of these teams is even going to remotely compete for the SEC East or probably even impact the race in any way or, or what have you. I mean, it, this, guys, realistically, this game between South Carolina and Florida is probably for fourth or fifth in the SEC East. I mean, realistically, that, that's what this game's probably for. But you can't tell Gamecocks or Gators that because this game is massive to those two respective fan bases. And it's such like a it's such a beautiful thing. Like it's 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 you know what I mean? Like again, from the SEC wide perspective, there are so many games across the conference that are so much bigger than this one this weekend. But for Gamecocks and Gators, I mean, this game, you know, you got people talking about, is the coach going to be on the hot seat if they lose this game, what have you. And it's like, to think there's that much emphasis on this one. But there is. I mean, there really is, though. There's a ton of emphasis on this game. Tons of emphasis. But... To be fair, I mean, again, we're going to be sitting here a week from today saying the same thing. Like, you can't lose five in a row to Missouri. Like, we're going to be talking about how much emphasis is on the Mizzou game. Like, they're all important. They're all big. They're all big for their own respective reasons. Um, I just think for South Carolina, I just don't think you can afford to to fall to two and four. I, 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 just, I, I just do not think you can. You fall to two and four... And all of a sudden, things just go completely sideways. Peyton Smith says, start the campaign for a blackout game. Peyton, I don't think people want me to do that. I, I do not think people want me to do that. Um, 
I would, here's what would happen, Peyton. I'd start the campaign, and then I would get called the jinx for starting the campaign. So I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not starting a campaign for a blackout. So, sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Bruce. Got to have better play calls. Rattler dropping back and waiting 30 seconds for receivers to get open with our bad offensive line isn't working. You know, I'll say this, Bruce, to be fair to Dowell Loggins, the, the, the task of game planning and scheming around that offensive line is not one that is very easy. So, it's not one that's very easy. Lynn Turner, why did DeKebrion Joyner not take a single snap when we had the ball inside the five last week? He is our best threat on those short yardage plays this year. Lynn, I'm trying to recall. So, when we were inside the five, I, I don't remember him not being in there. Did, did we get stuffed? Did we get stopped? I don't recall that. I do recall being inside the five on our own five-yard line and DeKebrion Joyner being in there. I don't recall being at the goal line him not getting it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I have no idea. I don't recall that, though. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Uh, also, really quickly, guys, as you all know, of course, we, we air our daily live show on YouTube, but admittedly, we have not in the past made tons of YouTube-specific content. That's going to be changing here in the very near future. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. You're going to be seeing a lot more YouTube content from us that's not just like the, the two-hour live show. It's going to be much more consumable, digestible, much more fun and easier to tune into. So for those of you who enjoy YouTube, um, a lot of what we do on the podcast, it'll be distributed to YouTube as well in short form. So excited to say that. Just keep an eye on that. You guys will see that in the near future. Greg Bedinger says in the Big Cock Club Discord, do you think we'll see any improvement with our offensive line and defense? If not, we will lose tomorrow. Well, Greg, I've got South Carolina winning the football game, so I would say yes. I, I, I think you're going to see this. I think you're going to see this football team as a whole play much better. I, I just, again, as I said before, guys, I will be really, really surprised if coming off the bye week, having two weeks to get ready, I will be really surprised if South Carolina does not come out and play well. I, I really will. Guys, let's jump to the phone lines. We have a voicemail. Let's get to it. Carolina Gamecock fan most of my life. I used to have a mullet because Steve Tannehill had a mullet. I'll tell you right now, I've been riding the wave straight down to the sand and having to brush the sand off and get back up again. <laughs> I've seen the Gamecocks lose every single game in one season. And I'm going to be honest with you, I saw them with Ohio State. I've seen Ryan Brewer come through like a madman against them. And I'm going to tell you right now, Shane Beamer is my man. And, uh, Jane Beamer's got balls. And as far as UG McDowell goes, nobody had a problem on him out there on fourth and a few against Clemson last year when he about took one to the house. I enjoy the show, but he better leave my boy GQ alone. I was born down there around Rooster Poot, Georgia. I'll be honest with you. Them Georgia boys, I see you want in there on fourth and a few. 
Uh-huh. You take care of that, Christopher. I'll be calling you back soon. <laughs> Great call. I love that. Love that. Um, I-, I would just say this about the Juju McDowell usage on fourth down, because you are right. You're right, by the way. Juju was in there on fourth down against Clemson last year, but they utilized him in a pass. You see what I'm saying? So, to Lynn Turner's point, to everybody's point, it's not that anybody dislikes Juju. I think Juju is a valuable part of this offense. I think Juju can be a dynamic playmaker, but you have to use him correctly. And handing the ball off to him up the middle, it's it's not utilizing him correctly. It's It's not. That's just like it goes without saying. Juju McDowell is like 5'7", 140 pounds. Like, the guy is is small. That's okay. He's a speedster. He's not meant for between the tackles, and that's okay. Just use him the right way. That's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to. Let's see. Bruce says, I mean more creativity with the play calls, more crossing routes, more wildcat slants, draws, verses, et cetera. Yeah, we'll see if Dabble Loggins does that. Mm-mm. Let's see. Travi, first and foremost, set the tone on how to stop Johnson and ETN. Yeah, you got to. I I do think getting off to a quick start is important. And, I, you know, I, I'll say this. I feel like that's probably one of the most overused cliches out there because I don't think anybody's ever gone into a football game and said, you know, I think it'd help us. It'd be it'd be really beneficial if we got off to a slow start this game. You know, just a just a slower start will be great. Um, <laughs> so getting off to a fast start, we could say that every single week. Um, but I will say the advantage of doing so for South Carolina will be, I mean, this is a Florida team, guys. You got to think on the road. They're mentally fragile. They're mentally soft. They, they know how porous they've been on the road. They know they've been terrible. And if you're able to jump all over Florida, and get up seven, nothing, 10, nothing, 14, nothing. I think they look around and go, okay, here we go again. So if you can get them in that spot, I think you'll be in a really, really good position to pull away, secure the dub, and, uh, you know, have one hell of a day at Willie B. Aaron Hodges says, you've been everywhere in Gatorland. Yeah, we've had a good time. Talked with our friends Stadium and Gale earlier this week. Talked with in all kinds of weather.com a couple of days ago. And, of course, that video is now on our YouTube as well. We've had a good time getting the Gator perspective. And I'll tell you this, guys, I, I don't know whether this makes me more confident, less confident, or just the same. But those uh, those Florida guys are picking South Carolina. They are not confident at all coming in in this one. And hopefully, hopefully, their hesitations are proven right. Put it that way. It's Friday the 13th. So I don't know if anybody out there believes in the whole Friday the 13th stuff, what have you, but... Uh, I don't even know what it means to believe in it or not, but if you do, so be it. What have you. Spooky Friday, if you will. Maybe South Carolina actually does break out the all-black jerseys because of that. Either way, I know there's a lot of you right now that are tuned in on X. Appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. We do have our good friend Jake Crane of Crane & Company upcoming at 1 o'clock. Then at 1.30, we've got Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate, which, of course, he is a known Florida Gator. And Mark Ryan and I actually have a wager, a friendly wager on this game tomorrow that you're going to want to hear, so stick around for that. But in the meantime, let's get back to your questions, your comments, your voicemails. Also, our friend Dale from East Tennessee called in and left us a voicemail over the break. Let's see what Dale is up to these days. Hey, Chris, it's Dale from East Tennessee. 
you know, the fella you told wants somebody in the inner circle that you wanted to be for Halloween? Yeah, I know. Somebody hit me up in the DMs. I don't know if I should be complimented by that or offended, but I respect <laughs> it. I got a few things for you, man. I think the prediction for the Gamecocks, they're going to bounce back, man. Old Cocky's going to come out swinging. Uh, 35 Florida Iguanas, 12 on four field goals. 35-12 on that. And, hey, man, what do you think about Tennessee and Texas A&W? I don't know too much about Texas A&W, but I know their root beer sucks. So if you can just give me an update on that, who do you think is going to win? All right, buddy, BDD out. BDD out. Dale from East Tennessee. Always appreciate hearing from Dale, and Dale is not going to like my prediction, my pick for that one. Uh, I think the Aggies go on Rocky Top and get the W. I, I do. I, I think it's the defensive front of Texas A&M that makes the difference. I think Joe Milton under the rest. I, I think Texas A&M is actually going to do what South Carolina should have done, which is commit to stopping the run, pressure Joe Milton, and make him beat them. And I don't think Joe Milton's going to be able to do it. I think Texas A&M does just enough. Um, again, I think this is a break for Texas A&M. The game's at 3.30, and it's not at night at Neyland. It will be a raucous crowd, but I got Texas A&M in that ball game. And then, uh, what do you say, 35-12 to 12 South Carolina over Florida, which I would take that in a heartbeat for sure. Guys, let's get back into your comments. Ethan K says, need two halves of football. No more zero points and a half or having to come from behind with Rattler having unnecessary pressure. And Ethan, to your point, that's why a lot of these sacks have happened, right? South Carolina has fallen behind, and they've gotten in these very obvious passing situations. And, I mean, South Carolina's offensive line struggles to protect when it's a 50-50 shot, whether they're going to run or throw. If it's 100% or 90-10 or whatever, like if it's likely that South Carolina's going to throw and a defense can just pin their ears back, this offensive line has no chance. I mean, flat out, point blank, this offensive line just does not stand a chance. Uh, Braddock 843, Braves lost last night. Hurts the long break, I do believe, hurts the teams that win in the regular season. You know, Braddock, and I, and I saw, I think it was Josh Pate that tweeted this. I saw some others too, but like, and it, and it might come off as sour grapes. So if it does, apologies in advance. But it really does. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why, like, I don't watch a, reg a lot of regular season baseball, guys. Like, hardly at all. I, I, I will probably, if I had to put the number at, like, over, under 10, I probably watch under 10 Braves games per year. Like, I, I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's other stuff going on, and there's just so many games. And so it feels like the games are meaningless. And then it's like, when you get at the playoffs, and... Your season's over in four. Like, it makes it feel like, I mean, what was the point in winning the pennant? What was the point in winning the division? The Braves would be better off to win the wild card. They'd be better off to not have, look at all the teams that got the extra rest. Like, baseball's such a game of routine. It's such a game of, of nuances and, and getting in a groove, getting in a rhythm, and like, all you do when you win your division and you get that long break and that long bye is throw yourself out of the rhythm you were in. You throw yourself for a loop. It's like you're starting over. Like a week-long break feels like six months in Major League Baseball because you play every day. 
So I, I think they've got to change that, man. I, and it, again, you want to call it sour grapes, so be it. I don't care. I think they've got to change that, though. I, I think they've got to make a change to the playoff structure to where you don't get seven days or whatever it is, six days, however long. You don't get that much time off. Or, or everyone gets the same amount of time off. It just makes no sense to have the Phillies playing in a series and playing while the Braves are sitting on their butts because a bye week doesn't work the same way in baseball as it does in football. Like, it doesn't help. A bye week does not help you in baseball. It hurts you. Getting out of rhythm, it hurts you in baseball. So, again, many of you out there, I know our guy Peyton, uh, AAG, he's he's going to label me sour grapes. Uh, so, whatever. He's a Mets fan. What does it really matter what he has to say? Um, let's see. We're going to jump to We got a voicemail really quickly, then we'll jump to Jake Crane in a second. We do have a voicemail on the voicemail line. Let's get into it. Oh, hold on. Can we get it to play? Bruce. This is Bruce from Darlington, uh, a.k.a. Bruce Bruce in the chat. Bruce Bruce. I just want to ask a couple questions. One, why in the heck – the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. Have you noticed that every time we're on a good drive, after we've had three or four positive plays in a row, we just run out of the middle, run up the middle out of nowhere and get stopped, and then we do it again. And instead of – it's setting up something in the past game. All it sets up is a punt. Bruce commented and said, he said to skip the voicemail because his dog started barking at Bruce. I got to be honest. That gave me more incentive to play the voicemail. You, you should. Hey, listen, next time, just talk through it, man, or get the dog on the line. We'll hear what he has to say. Apparently he, uh, he didn't like your thoughts about the play calling. I don't know. Um, Let's see. Just going back to your questions really quickly. Again, Jake going to join us in two minutes. Uh, Braddock843, what's going on? Appreciate you. Thomas Walker says, Xavier Leggett with at least 100 yards and a touchdown. Spencer with three or fewer sacks. And two runs of at least 10 yards. Two runs. That, that's, that's all we're asking for is two runs of 10 or more yards. We have very low expectations. One takeaway, no missed field goals, running game with a combined 150. Okay. Hey, I'll take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. If running game goes for 150, South Carolina is going to win this football game. Because the difference is, Florida doesn't have Tennessee's offense. They're, they're not going to be able, I think, to move the football that way. Um, I say that tongue-in-cheek, though, with the sense that Florida can run the football. And if South Carolina can't stop the run, it could be a very, very, very long day. Long day, for sure. Um, Aaron Hodges said, neutral site, he's picking Florida. But that they've been awful on the road for three years now um yeah they have been they've been terrible they've been terrible on the road and that that's the thing I picked up on Aaron all the Florida guys I talked to they all just look at this game and say we've looked unprepared we've looked out of sorts you know they refer to the Utah game where they had two guys wearing the same number jersey like their expectations on the road are zero completely zero so hopefully South Carolina is able to take a chance uh, take advantage of that you'd love if this game was at night but uh, 3.30, it should still be rocking. It should still be a crazy environment. I expect the Gamecocks, uh, Gamecock Nation, to show up and show out and uh, make life a living hell for Florida tomorrow afternoon.